<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. So my, my master's in counseling from PVAMU 2013. Um, in addition to that, I'm a, a licensed professional counselor. I've been in LPC for a couple of years. So I provide I provide services to victims of sexual trauma. I work in forensic services. I provide crisis intervention, a solution-based treatment, um, also relation, uh, relational uh, issues. Uh, in addition to that, I work with uh, non-offending caregivers, uh, suicide assessments, and in my private practice, I also do couples counseling, individual counseling, um, in addition to a uh, crisis, crisis is, is really what my uh, treatment is focused on. Wow, wow. The joy of children laughing. These are makings of you. It is true, the makings of you. What's up, good people? It is your host, Mr. D713, with Everything Culture, or better known as Drake. I want to say thank y'all so much for joining us today, um, this morning, this afternoon, this evening. We have one of my good friends, one of my good people, Kashana. What's up, Kashana? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Everything Culture family. Hey, Brandon. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be back. I remember being a part of your podcast when you were birthing this baby and, mm-hmm. and seeing you grow. It's uh, very exciting. Thank you for having me back. Oh, man. Thank you. Hey, this this is what we call in my culture a day one. OK, I'm telling you when we were just getting the thing going, when it had his baby, baby legs and figuring it all out with the previous logo, um, Kashana has been a true supporter of everything culture. So, you know, we're going on season four and we're happy to have you here to get to know you a little bit more. Um, letting everybody know you a little bit more. I know you pretty well, but I may find some new things about you tonight. I'm excited. Trust me, you always keep me on my toes. So they don't know that, but we about to find out. All right. Okay, let's do it. I'm ready. Let's All right. Go. So for the ones who haven't listened to a makings of you before, we're going to give a, uh, a line of questions around 30 to 35 and it's the same questions we usually have for all our guests and to get to know them a little bit more about them it's the makings of them so 
right now we're going to be tuning into the makings of Kashana. And with the first question we have now is Kashana, how do you define yourself? Um, I define myself as innovative, creative, the person who thinks outside of the box. Um, I am someone who is um, not necessarily just for my people, but for all people, for the culture. I am someone who wants to um, just make sure that everybody is educated on what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And um, yeah, I might be a little bit hood. I might be a little bit rock and roll, but <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm a progressive person. I like to have fun. I think that um, learning should be fun, you know, and, and while um, we can't take everything so serious, we need to make sure that we are um, sensitive to, to everyone's needs and, and just the way people feel in general. I love that. Love that. That's a mouthful right there. So you mentioned culture. Can you share with us what cultures do you represent? Um, so, okay. Um, if you want to talk about my genetic makeup, <laughs> I'm African-American. However, um, my family is from Louisiana. So Creole all day representing the booth. Um, and you know, if you know a lot about uh, Louisiana history and background, um, like my grandfather spoke French. Um, my my grandfather, not great, 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 but my grandfather. Um, so, but my cultural background is, is African-American, but um, at the same time, I think I've been exposed um, to a lot of different cultures. So I'm very knowledgeable about um, the way other people think, how they feel, the way they react to certain situations, their expectations, um, and the way they feel judged. So, I love it. Where are you from? Okay. <laughs> so, a mixture of places. I'm an army brat. So, I was born in Frankfurt, West Germany. Um, so, I lived in Germany for a while. Um, lived in Georgia. Went to Louisiana. And then came to Texas, and I've been in Texas ever since, since I was probably in the second or third grade. Okay, okay. Also, German, Texan. Okay, we, we rock with it. We rock with it. With some Louisiana background. We feel it, the culture we represent. So much going into you. Okay. But wait, my Texas shirt. I'm repping Texas. Okay. I, I, I still I can grab mine, you know. I still, you know, <laughs> already you feel me. But okay, 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 okay. What is your sign? Scorpio. Mm, okay. We hear a little bit, a little bit about y'all here and there. I'm trying to think how many Scorpios we have on. You maybe, maybe still you, you the maybe the only one so far. But hey, we'll, we'll get some more on. We'll get some more on. Um, I always, this question is always the hardest for me is, you know, being Southern myself. Um, do you mind sharing your age with us? I do not mind. I am 43 years old. I look great. <laughs> I don't need anybody to tell me. <laughs> Let them know. Yeah. 43 years old and I'm proud of it. Keep living. You know, um, a lot of people I'm blessed to see. Mm. So 43. Absolutely. How would you define your childhood and your upbringing? 
very diverse. Um, so my childhood, like I said, uh, born in Germany, lived in Georgia, lived in Louisiana, lived in Texas. So I've been exposed to a lot of things. Um, um, I would say I had a really good childhood, even though I was raised by a single mom. Um, my dad was in and out. You know, uh, fortunately, we were able to uh, establish a relationship in my adult life. Um, my mom, she just kind of made sure I had everything that I needed. I didn't have everything I wanted, but I had a great childhood. I had great friends. I had great family members. Um, there were some things that happened to me in my childhood that was traumatic, but I think it just kind of shaped who I am and, you know, the profession that I chose in my adult life. But my childhood was pretty good. I remember I was a person who would go outside and play till 8 or 9, 10 o'clock at night. We didn't have to worry about anybody snatching us, you know? <laughs> it, was it because y'all were bad or was it just safety in the neighborhood? Probably, you know, if somebody snatched me, they might have robbed me back. But, okay, <laughs> no, just, you know, every, I grew up in a in a, um, a place where people looked out for each other. You know, if I did something wrong, the neighbor was telling my mama, my neighbor whooped me, mama whooped me, and whomever else felt like whooping me, whooped me, you know? But um, now I, I grew up in a time where, you know, I kind of feel bad for the kids right now because, like, no cell phones, <laughs> no internet. You know, I, I feel like I'm dating myself, but I can remember a time when we did not have Google. We did not have AOL dial-up. So <laughs> I remember those days. I talk about them often. I usually joke about the Dewey Decimal System. Going to a library, actually have to copy notes out the book, like work you know brandon i never figured out the dewey decimal system like i knew the numbers and i was like wait this, this, this. it never made sense to me so hey so, so, hey that just show you how difficult it was you feel me yeah, yeah okay 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 so and thank you so much for sharing everyone who's listening or watching we're enjoying the makings of kashana thank y'all for tuning in so kashana do you have any siblings I do. So um, I'll start off with my mom. Um, with my mom, I am her only child, which probably explains why I'm spoiled and everything is about me. Um, but with my dad, I have, well, I had two brothers and one sister. My, my, my oldest brother, Jamie, he passed away in 2017. Um, and he, um, and then I have a sister, so um, I will be the second child. So my brother Jamie passed away, and then um, there's me, and then my sister Brittany, who lives in Atlanta, Georgia, and then I have a younger brother who is, I want to say he's 26 or 27, and he just recently moved to Texas from Columbus, Georgia. All right. Okay. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Right, switching gears a little bit. How do you feel about your education so far? I'm still paying for it. <laughs> Sally May, who Fannie May, whoever those Mays are. <laughs> no, I'm so appreciative of my education. You know what? Every time people ask me about that, I feel like, uh, what is that Tupac song? They say. There's no way I, I, I can pay, pay you back. back. <laughs> my plan is to show you that I understand. 
You all appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes. Hey. Hey. No, you know I love you, sweet. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dear mama, by the way. <laughs> all right, okay, no, seriously. Um, no, I appreciate my education. Um, I know that a lot of people weren't afforded some of the opportunities that I was. Um, my situation could have easily been different. I mm. took advantage of the opportunities that I had, you know, student loans and all that. While that's not, you know, what what we really want, you know, it's what I needed to get where I am. So um, I'll tell you a little bit about my background. So I have a, a bachelor's in psychology um, from Texas Southern University, HBCU all day. Um, I earned my bachelor's degree in 2004. I have a master's in counseling from Prairie View A&M University. I stand on that degree. Another um, HBCU. Another H- all HBCU uh, graduate degrees. Um, now, I did go to U of H, and you know, but I don't claim it. But anyway, <laughs> um, no. so my, my master's in counseling from PVAMU 2013, um, in addition to that, I'm a, a licensed professional counselor. I've been an LPC for a couple of years, so I provide I provide services to victims of sexual trauma. I work in forensic services. I provide crisis intervention, a solution-based treatment, um, also relation uh, relational uh, issues. Uh, in addition to that, I work with uh, non-offending caregivers suicide assessments and in my private practice i also do couples counseling individual counseling um in addition to a uh, crisis crisis is, is really what my uh, treatment is focused on wow wow that's good i know that's difficult work but great needed work um and i can speak on being alongside you for your early in your career that I'm glad for people to have you in what you're doing. I know you have a heart for it and you have a very connected and relatable perspective to the clients that you may be serving. So thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate the education that you're bringing in. Um, And not only from professional to actually lived experience as well. Thank you. So where do you consider home? Uh, as far as what you mean, so I live. okay. So I consider home Missouri City, Texas. Uh, I'm look, I'm from the Mo. I'm not from Missouri City. I'm from old Missouri City. That's the Mo. And I think that's very important. Um, uh, just to show that I'm relatable, you know, because a lot of people don't want to talk to people who speak above their heads. You know, I don't talk in the thou terms. Well, I can go there. That's not, you know, that's not my goal. That's not my focus. I'm from the moat. Um, and um, home to me is uh, just wherever I feel comfortable. And who, whoever I touch, I want to make them feel comfortable. Love it, love it, love it. I am going to call you about the name that I knew you by. But oh, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going. Okay. Was it Mo City Pretty? Is that what it is? Mo City Pretty. All right. Don't look me up on IG, please don't. Hey, hey. You put it out there, but hey, we here, we here. So, when did you feel your first sense of responsibility? When I was 17 years old, 
and I went away to college. So I graduated high school at 17. I was not ready, but I did. My mom positioned me to do that. And um, just being able to take care of myself and uh, maintain a, a school schedule, maintain a work schedule. I graduated high school with a license to do hair, which is something you know I neglected to mention. I, I was in cosmetology in high school, trade school. I thought that, yeah, I thought that was something that I wanted to do. And then I worked in a hair salon at 17 and 18. I was like, ah, no, I really want to go to college. So um, just learning, buying a brand new car at 18, just learning I need to make money. I need to pay my bills because I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. So mm. that was my first sense of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. I was um what was your first job? Was it working in a hair salon? It was not. So I was 13 years old and I had a summer job and it was with Kumon. And I don't know if they are still in existence. K-U-M-O-N. Yeah, I didn't know they you know, okay, Kumon, yeah. Okay, so yeah, and that, I'm 43 now, so that was 30 years ago, I was 13 years old, and they would pay us to go to school, and we would sit in class and get probably like three or four dollars an hour, um, so that was like my first job earning money, but when I was 15 years old, I, I'm going to say this, so I lied and told them I was 16, I went to work at Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to get money, so I was get by. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gotta love that chicken from Popeyes. Okay, okay. So, how were you disciplined growing up? Oh, I got my butt whipped. I got an ass whooping, and my mom was a CPS caseworker. And, and she still is. My mom was a CPS caseworker, I think, when I was probably 12, 11, mm. 12 years old. I'm 43 now. She's still a CPS caseworker. So she whipped my ass. And then if I said, I'm calling CPS, she's like, I am CPS. <laughs> so there was no escape for me. <laughs> Did you ever feel like you needed the discipline? Do you feel like it was um, the best for you? Yeah, I was out of control. Yes, absolutely. Look, I'm a licensed professional counselor now. Thank you, Jesus. Like, I get paid for those life experiences and those weapons that I got. <laughs> Look at you now. But God. But God. Yes. So, what are your what are and what were your beliefs? Um, so I was raised in a church. My grandfather is, um, and still is, um, so he was uh, a minister at a church for over 50 years. He's now a minister emeritus. Um, I was raised to uh, believe in God, believe in service to humanity, which I feel like contributes to why I am who I am and why. Um, so I worked for CPS for four years. I worked for child advocates for 12 years, and now I'm a therapist. So. Um, I've, I've always been in a profession to where I am helping others. And I don't necessarily see um, all the rewards. Definitely, damn sure, didn't do it for money. But, you know, um, it's just because I grew up knowing that um, I'm supposed to give back to, to people. If, if I'm a blessing or if I'm blessed, I should be a blessing 
someone else. You cannot be blessed with your your fist closed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Completely agree with that. And once again, these are the makings of Kashana. Thank y'all for tuning in to Everything Culture. So going to our next question. Who has been the biggest influence in your life? I would say my grandmother. Mm. My grandmother, her name is Eva Gaines. She's still with us, thank God. Um, she's 83 or 84 years old. Um, my grandmother, as long as I've known her, uh, she's not deaf, but she lost her hearing. So for people who don't know, someone who's deaf is someone who may have been born deaf, who can't speak and can't communicate. Um, but she lost her hearing um, early on in her life. And, uh, you know, she never really had to work because my grandfather took care of the household. You know, I grew up in a home where he was, you know, the provider and the leader. But she did things uh, here and there. She was a seamstress. She cooked. And, uh, but just someone who was always kind to people, even the people who were not kind to her. And the fact that she couldn't hear, she didn't always know, you know, what was going on, but she was very in tune mm -hmm. with what was going on. So I, I would say she she is the biggest influence. And I just hope that I could be half the woman that she she is. Love it. Shout out to, is it, do you call her granny or grandma? Mama. 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 Mama Eva Gaines, thank you for sharing her with us. So, our next question. If you could recommend a book, a movie, and a television series, what would you recommend? Give me one of each. Why do you want to ask me that? Because all of the heavy work I see, I see kids have getting, you know, abused and people having sex with them and all that. I watch Mindless TV. And that's just to be brutally honest. I wouldn't recommend any of the foolishness I watch. <laughs> I watch dumb shit all day like I'm at work I hear all of this stuff I'm just like you know what no no but uh to be honest if there was a book um that I could recommend it would be God is real mm. um and they, they made it into a movie and I read the book before I saw the movie uh, but anything else I just watch dumb stuff like <laughs> what, uh, give me give me a movie we got god is real for the book what you got for a movie then god is real okay god is oh you know what what you got pursuit of happiness pursuit of happiness okay will smith yeah i'm not proud of him right now but and we're not going to talk about that but yeah that that move on no no i'm just kidding no i i like that you know what i like that when he you know like when when all of his dreams came to fruition and you know all of his hard work and his perseverance like that was everything to me and then like when his son was like yes you can yes we can and he wanted to snatch him i would snatch him by his neck and say you better come on here and no I'm sorry. Okay, I digress. Hey, so you definitely <laughs> got to recommend. So everybody must see Pursuit of Happiness because you, you hear that passion in Kashana's voice. Do you hear it? Love yeah. it, love it, love it. So, if you can call three people, any three people in the world, if they're here, they're gone. You've met them before. Never, never met them before. Um, fiction or fact? Okay, who are those three people? Would you? make a phone call to have a conversation with. That's a 
just question you. Thank you. Yeah. I think it would be my first husband. That he will be the first person I call. My first husband passed away. Um, I was 31 or 32, and he committed suicide. Mm. And um, I would like to talk to him, and not even about what happened or why it happened. Just I would just want to have a conversation with him. I'd like to talk to him. Um, the second person. would probably be my paternal grandmother. Her name was Elvina Cole. And I remember her, I think the last time I saw her, I was like five years old. And I was always scared of her. And she was so sweet to me. Yeah, she would give me Barbie dolls and all that, but I was just scared of her. I don't know why. Maybe she could shed some light on that. Um, And the third person I would talk to That's a good question. I don't know who it would be. Okay. We can come back to it or can, if if you would like me to or we just can keep it moving. Um, yeah, we can keep it moving because now you got something on my mind and I'm going to be thinking about that. Okay. Well, this is what everything culture. Sometimes people tell me that. So, you know, it's all to make us think. But thank you so much for sharing. And if you think of somebody, don't feel afraid. Just holler out to us. We'll get it going. So, what has been an impactful moment in your life? I've had several impactful moments. Like, what do you want to hear about? Which one? Are you shared one with us already. Would you like to share another one with us? Just whatever you like to share. Um, impactful moments for me was when my, my first husband passed away. That was very impactful. My second most important impactful moment, I would say at his funeral and having to take that walk by myself behind his casket, like that was one of the hardest walks I've ever had to take. Maybe my next one would have been uh, earning my master's degree. Mm. That was something that he and I talked about, and I did it. Mm. I did it. And even though he wasn't here, I took pictures in my cap and gown with a picture of him. It wasn't just for me. It was for him, too. Even though though I've been married after that, that didn't work out either for me. But those were the most important things for me. Thank you for sharing, Kashana. Once again, y'all are listening to the makings of Kashana with Everything Culture. Make sure to share, like, follow, comment. Let us know how you feel. But once again, y'all make sure to share your love with Kashana. She's sharing herself with us right now. So next question we have. What is your theme song? Take your time. I was going to say, bow, chicken, bow, bow. (laughs) (laughs) 
see i don't know kashana like i know kashana this 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 is the real kashana right here I can't even take my sip right now. <laughs> so I got to go find that Bow Chicka Wow Wow. Is that, is that the song? That, that, that would have come on when we needed to think of Kashana. That's your wake up in the mu- morning music when you're walking on, walking outside, getting in the car, driving into work. That's Bow Chicka Wow Wow. Already, already. Okay. <laughs> How do you define joy? Um, just waking up happy, doing what I want to do, moving the way I want to move, saying no to whatever I want to say no to. Uh, you know, like getting offered a good job and I say, no, nah, no, thank you. <laughs> It's good money. Oh my God, no, I didn't want to do that. That's joy. Calling my own shots, I think, to summarize. Just calling the shots in my life. Love it. Hey, let me tell y'all something. I know this is the makings of Kishana, but when I tell you, when my friend just spoke right there, that, that been her, okay? That is her 100%. Like, I, I've Love it. But I be telling her, I like, you want to do what you want to do. You have to have control. But that's her joy. And I'm so thankful you sharing that with us right now, Kashana. So on to our next question. And we're, we're over halfway through. You, 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 you're trucking right along. You're trucking right along. In what areas in your life do you need to heal? Uh, definitely intimate relationships. You know, um, I've been scarred. And I'm I'm okay with saying that, you know. I've loved, I've trusted, I've I've uh, experienced loss, hurt, pain, disappointment. You know, while I can give good relationship advice, well, I'm not even gonna say advice because as a therapist, I don't give advice. Um, I offer feedback and I help my clients uh, get to a point to where they are able to heal and um, they're able just to, you know, live in the present moment and share their experiences. Because, you know, if I tell you what to do, it doesn't mean a lot. But if you come to that, you know, on your own uh, volition, then it means more because it came from you. Um, So definitely, to answer your question, uh, my relationship I need help with that. You know, they say, oh, you give good advice. How you give good advice and you single? Be like, well... The coach don't play, you know. <laughs> I'm not in the game. I'm on the outside. <laughs> Take my sip on that one. <laughs> but thank you, seriously, thank you. When did you realize you were different? My whole life. Ever since I knew who I was. Because ever since I realized I was walking the planet, mm. I, I marched to the beat of my own drum my whole life. Thank you, thank you. How do you and your culture or your family recognize death? Like, what's the process? What do you mean? Like, how do people die? They close their eyes when they pass away. Like, what are you asking 
no, after death. So when we think of the tradition, what are some traditions that are held when someone passes away in your culture? So um, being raised predominantly around my maternal family and my grandfather, I'm being a preacher, you know, it's like, okay, you pass away, you go to paradise, there's a heaven or hell, you know, and I have my own opinion about that. Um, I'd like to, I wish that if you die, you start over, but that's not what the Bible teaches me, which is what, you know, I grew up with. Um, yeah, I don't know. I never died before, Brandon. I don't know. No, but thank you. That's fine. That's fine. I appreciate your response. Who do you trust? Oh, I trust my mother. I trust my maternal grandfather. My maternal grandfather. I trust my dad, too. I trust my aunt, Deborah, because she's a firefighter. I trust my aunt Anna. That's my paternal aunt. Other paternal aunt. Oh, I trust my cousin Vanessa. You know what? I trust my friend Joe Marcus. Like, I met him on Tinder. And it was gas. He's 32. I don't know how old he is. He's like my IT guy. He like he do work for me for free for my practice. But shout like out to my, Jamar, shout out to Jamarcus. But he know like all my passwords. He know he knows so much about me. Um, yeah, I trust him. Yeah, that's another level of trust. Let me tell you that. Yeah, when you tell a man, let me tell you something. I got banned off Tinder, Brandon. He went and set me up another Tinder account under his phone number. Yeah. I got to ask, how did you get banned off Tinder? Some some man that was very sensitive said some things to me that was not so nice. And my mouth was a little slicker than his. And, and just like cool. that? Yeah, just like that. Okay, okay. I had to ask. Trust me, that was going to keep me up at night if I didn't ask that. <laughs> like, yeah, so, what are you responsible for? myself, my actions, my behaviors, my words, my beliefs, um, what I, I hold very seriously. Um, and all jokes aside, we've been playing this whole interview, but um, I hold my uh, relationships with my family and my friends. I'm responsible for that. In addition to that, uh, my clients, their overall well-being, you know, I have the potential to change uh, the trajectory of someone's life. And that is very, very serious to me. So, you know, while my clients don't come first, that's very important to me. Um, of course, my family, my religion, my family comes first. But next would be uh, making sure my clients are okay. Wow. I love it. That a lot of responsibility there, Kishana. It is. Yeah, it is. Ooh. <laughs> <And> hey, <it's... laughs> but you're appreciated for it. So, 
you have a biopic coming up. Who would you have play you in your biopic? And it cannot be you. Tiana Taylor. Tiana. I can see that. That was a good pick. Tiana Taylor, for sure. Absolutely. She is a firecracker. She is like, yeah, that's me all day. I can absolutely see that. I think she'll do a good job, too. I agree. That was was a good one. Yeah. Love it. All right. If you was rich by all means, Meaning you can buy whatever you want to buy. You can help out whoever you want to help out. Money was not the issue. But you had to do one thing. You have to have one career. You have to have one thing you must do. What would that thing be? Um, I would be a person who... There was one thing I could do. I think I would probably be a therapist. Hmm. I, yeah, I, and I will probably serve, uh, you know, communities who don't have insurance and who can't afford to uh, uh, participate in therapy. Because even though the pandemic was unfortunate, one thing it taught us is that we can function and not be face to face. You know, uh, is that after? Oh, sorry, thought that was her. Uh, my bad. Um, one thing it taught us is that. We don't have to be face to face. Like we can, um, we can do our jobs and not, you know, and not be in each other's presence. So, I would, if I was rich and and my bills were paid and I didn't have to worry about, I would talk to people four or five hours a day and provide therapeutic services, and then uh, do what makes me happy and then come back the next day. Love that. Love that. That put a smile on my face, seriously. Okay. When was the last time you cried? Yesterday. Because I had to get up and go to work and I was tired. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. <laughs> oh, I just oh. I miss you, my friend. But I'm like, <laughs> if you could go, you got two options. Which one would you rather do? Would you rather go back in time and talk to your younger self at the age you're at now? Like your current you, go and talk to your younger self. Or the future you, come and talk to yourself now. Which one would you rather do? Would my future me know about the past me? For the future you, of course, we know about you now. Yeah, we know because it's still you. But we'll come and visit you now. Okay. I would probably go to my future and say, invest in Amazon, invest in Google, go get, wait, no. Hold on. I'm um, wait, I don't, Brandon, I don't know because I want to talk to both of me. Mm. You got to choose one. Got to choose one. If I go back and talk to my past me, I would know what's going on today. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I would go talk to my past me and say, invest in Amazon, invest in Google, go get your master's degree sooner, get your LPC license sooner, start your nonprofit, 
Um, I would say uh, the people that you have connected with that know how to write grants, become closer friends with them. Um, so that way you can get money and help your community. Um, I also would have paid my house off sooner. Actually, I would have bought a house in Third Ward because of regentrification. I could have bought a house out there for like sixty thousand. Now it's worth like three hundred thousand. Yeah, so that's what I would do. Did I answer your question? Yes, they answered the question. Okay. Yeah, I'm just having curious, but. We'll touch on that a little bit later. Touch on that. Okay. <laughs> How do you relax? Oh, um, I relax by watching mindless television. Because mm -hmm. like I said, um, working in forensics and sexual trauma, like I hear some pretty horrendous things every day. Every day, every day, every day, all day. So, um, and then I have my private practice in the evening. So the only time I don't see clients in private practice is Wednesdays and Fridays. And so Wednesdays and Fridays, I'm watching mindless television. I may go to the local hood spot, eat chicken wings. Yeah, uh, I'm very relatable, you know, everybody. Uh, just, you know, I'm human, I'm human. Love it, love it, love it. Massages, so, massages are great too. I need to set another one of those up soon. But it's not about me. This is about Kashana. This is the makings of Kashana, y'all. So everybody knows this is my favorite question. And I'm always trying to reword it, but I'm trying here. So what meal, if you have one meal, whoever can prepare for you, it could be whatever you want. But it's the best meal you think you'll ever have or ever had. What would it be? Oh, that is so easy. When my grandmother cooked smothered okra with rice and shrimp and chicken and sausage. Oh, my God. That is everything. Mm. That was easy all day. <laughs> You, you hit it right there. Oh, okay. I got to do this quick little shout out to um, Phil and Derek's and shout out to Shana for putting me on Phil and Derek's. I've been in love with that place ever since. I didn't eat grits before Phil and Derek, but and we didn't we didn't start going to like I was maybe thirty or something. But they just had to throw that out there. <laughs> One of my favorite places to eat in the H. Okay. What is your favorite holiday? I would say any day that I don't have to go to work. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love it, love it, love it. So you like the longest, maybe um the Christmas seasons, Thanksgiving breaks, okay? No matter as long as I don't have to go to the office, that is a wrap. I'm good. Oh my goodness. How would you want people to remember you? Oh, um, I would want people to remember me as someone who's genuine. What you see is what you get. Um, while I care about what people think about me, mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, I am unapologetically. I help people 
I'm like all above and beyond. I, but I, I want to control it. And if you need my help, I'll help you. But I'm going to dictate the terms of what kind of help you get. Um, I just want to be somebody who's known as, as a good person, good hearted, and just uh, I do what I can, you know, to be present for the people who mean something. Wow, beautiful. And I think you're doing a good job with that. I will say that absolutely. Yes. Very clear. Everything you said, that is you. Okay, we got two more questions. Two more. You're knocking it out. All right. And I didn't even pass. Yeah, see? You see? <laughs> All right. What are you doing differently than your parents? As far as my mom, um, she has definitely uh, made an impression on me. As far as, like I said, my mom's been with CPS for 30 years, and so I follow her footsteps. But I think uh, just taking it to a different level, while uh, she is very impactful on uh, the lives that she's touched, because I've had kids that reach out to me, and they're in their late 20s, and they're like, hey, um, uh, I had a case worker named Beverly, and I think you might be related to her. Can you put me in touch with her? You know? Um, yeah, that was everything. And I'm going to tell you, it was a time where uh, my grandfather was in the hospital having heart surgery. And that was something she needed, you know? And God puts people, you know, in the right place at the right time. And I was able to connect them because that was something that filled her heart. Um, I think just taking her level of service to a different level um, as far as uh, the clinical approach and being able to make um, different recommendations and uh, not saying that her that CPS's recommendations are not uh, taken seriously but I know it's just it's just different when you have letters behind your name you know and I and no shade to anybody uh, but I I mean Brandon you understand what I'm saying I may not be the most articulate in some way as far as my dad, just being present, uh, you know, while he and I did not necessarily have the best relationship growing up, uh, we've been able to reconcile a lot of things. And, uh, you know, I understand that he did the best that he was able to do, and I'm doing the best that I can do. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Whew. And last question. <laughs> what changes do you want to see and what changes are you bringing to your culture? Okay. So as far as, okay. And, and I'm going to ask you a question about the changes that I want to see. Um, but the changes that I'm bringing to my culture is, uh, I think just letting, you know, people know it's okay to be you. I am probably not the typical LPC that you will see. Yes, I'm professional. However, I'm relatable. I've had life experiences. You know, I've been through uh, relationships. I've been through uh, relationships that, you know, there was domestic violence. I've been, through, I've been through so much, but I persevered and I made it and I'm here. And so I really would like uh, not only 
you know, black women, black men, but just anybody who who has the desire to be better, you can be better. You know, your life circumstances doesn't dictate, you know, where you're gonna be and who you're gonna become. And then as far as what was your other question, the changes that I need to see. I just want to see. Uh, I just want to see people be more sensitive to each other. You know, we have so much going on in this world. Life is hard. Life is very hard. You know, and us, you know, uh, racism and cruelty, and you know, abuse, neglect, domestic violence. Uh, like recently, the shooting that just happened. Like all of those things. Like I would like to see all of that go away. It's unnecessary, you know. It's unnecessary. If everybody, you know, just just helped each other, everyone's life would be better. Oh, absolutely agree to that. One of the reasons why we do what we do here and everything, culture. So hopefully, we get to know each other, so we can love one another. That's my goal. Absolutely. But it's work, you know. It is work. But Kashana, you've been a part of it since day one, and you still rocking with us all the way and by day a thousand or something and we greatly appreciate you for being here with us for the makings of kashana so kashana if the people are looking for you and you're trying to be found where can the people find you okay so if um you are interested in counseling services you can find me on psychology today uh kashana cole k-e-s-h-a-w-n-a C-O-L-E. Also, if you are looking for a therapist online, you can search Sondermind, S-O-N-D-E-R-M-I-N-D, and search Kashana Cole. Again, the same spelling. Or you can search Path Counseling Services and search my name as well. That is perfect. That is perfect. Thank you. You know, three things we support here on Everything Culture, that is Jesus, therapy, and edibles. So thank you for representing <laughs> the first two. I can't talk about the edibles. I don't know anything about that. Hey, hey, well, this is Everything Culture, which is based in Seattle at the current moment. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. And as always, all our listeners, if you're looking for us, you can find us at Everything culture anywhere you listen to a podcast from spotify apple podcast um i youtube i can say amazon music google play i can go on and on if you're looking for us on social media we're on facebook we have a group on facebook we're on ig we're on tiktok we're on twitter we're on tumblr we're on pinterest anywhere else you can look for anything with everything culture we are there but I want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for supporting. Thank you again for Kashana for being here and sharing yourself with us and our community. Um, we will have you back on a very upcoming episode. Uh, upcoming episode. The episode might be out by the time this comes out. We'll see. But we want to say thank you to everyone again. Continue to listen. Continue supporting. Continue being great. All right. We'll tell everybody bye and God bless you. Peace. Bye.